Hi there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today. As you may know or have guessed by now, my name is Denise Alvarez, and I have the honor of hosting you here on the podcast. And I also have the honor of serving horse business owners like yourself through my business, Storm Lily Marketing. So just a tad bit about that in case for new friends, that is where I get to help you convert your website visitors into your customers through coaching, through website design and content, through email marketing strategy, and through a monthly membership called Social Stride, where I help you with that all-important social media strategy. And I do each of these things and even have this podcast here because I want to help you so that you can be out in the barn or the arena doing what it is that you love to do, which is working with horses, right? I know that marketing is a must for your horse business, yet I know that it may not be something that you enjoy or just something that you have time to dive into. And so that's why I have this podcast here to help you with some step-by-step strategies and some how-tos so that you can not only see what's possible for your business when you do go down that avenue of marketing, but also so that I can guide you through that process to help you make it happen. So today on the podcast, we are talking specifically about video. So what I want to know is how do you feel about seeing yourself on video? It kind of goes both ways, right? I know some people who couldn't care less and who would jump on the camera at any point in time. And then there are a lot of people who say, uh, no, thank you. I do not want to be on video. I don't like my voice. I don't like to see myself on camera. I don't want to have to put myself together, whatever the case may be. And wherever you are, I've got just a few things for you to consider before you write off video as a part of your marketing strategy. And truly, it's no matter the size or the niche of your business, which we'll talk about. So I have a quote for you. There's a podcaster named Jasmine Starr that I love to listen to, and she often will say, my ambition is bigger than my fear. And I love that. Just think about that. My ambition is bigger than my fear. So in this case, if you are afraid to be on video, if you don't like being on camera, if it makes your skin crawl, it does not mean you cannot do it. It just means that maybe you're going to do a few breathing exercises before you get on camera. And no, that is not silly, I promise. Or maybe you're going to first make an outline so that you know your flow and you feel confident walking into it, knowing what you're going to deliver. And then you're not going to forget what, why you're on camera in the first place when that red light turns on, right? Either way, I just want you to know that you can do this. You can do video as a part of your marketing strategy. It does not have to be overwhelming. It can be simple. And if you will just remind yourself of your why. Why are you in business in the first place? Why did you start your horse business? That why is your driving force, isn't it? So that why is the reason you're going to do video at some point in your marketing strategy. Because you want to keep making progress one step at a time, and you can do that with your vision in mind. Now, why are we even talking about video? Well, for a while now, social media experts have been saying that video is where it's at. They said for a long time on Facebook, Facebook prefers video. They're going to give preference to it in the algorithm. You need to be doing video. Now, of course, I'm not saying that across the board, you should only use video. That's not the case. I've seen lots of engaging posts that were text only. I've seen lots of engaging posts that were images. It just means keep it in your list of strategies and know that they're paying attention to it. 
Now, even more recently than that, Instagram has come out and said, we are no longer just a photo sharing app. Well, that has everybody in the marketing world talking about video even more. Of course, we know that with Instagram, a lot of times that's reels, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And it does not mean, again, that you can't use videos, I'm sorry, that you can't use photos on Instagram. I actually have an email marketing client that's an equine photographer, and 90% of the time what she is posting is her beautiful shots. And she has 37,000 followers in fantastic engagement. And so you can use videos and do it well, but no matter where you are in the equine industry, no matter what niche it is that you are serving, when social media platforms say that they are favoring video, then you're going to want to at least take a look at how you can start to use video as a part of marketing your horse business. And so that's why we're here today. So we know video is a tool that we can't ignore. So what do we do? What are you going to do? Well, today I want to share with you some ideas, specifically seven ideas for how you can use video as you market your horse business. Now, as always, this is not me saying, hey, you need to do all of these things and starting next week, please do not get overwhelmed when I share seven ideas with you. I actually almost titled this one video, five different posts, because just because I'm giving you seven ways to use video, it does not mean you need to do seven different videos. You can definitely reuse your content. As you do that, just be sure that you're keeping your platform in mind, okay? So know who it is you're serving and where it's going and what the purpose is. So instead of being overwhelmed, what I want you to do today is listen and be inspired. I want you to filter this information through what you already know about your best fit audience, which we've talked about here on the podcast before. You already know where they are hanging out. You already know what types of things they enjoy, what questions they have, what problems they have, and that's all going to feed your content strategy for video. Now, also, I don't want you to be afraid to test things out because you never know it until you test it, right? So at first, there might be an idea that you hear and you think, oh, my people are never going to go for that. But then after you try it a couple of times, it might start to gain traction and surprise you. All right, so. With all of that in mind, here are seven ways that you can use video as you market your horse business. Number one, Facebook Live. When it comes to Facebook Live, it's as a post on your page, your business page, right? So you're going to go live on the page. People are going to be notified if they have been regularly engaging with your page or if Facebook thinks that they want to know. So it does not mean all of your followers will be notified. But the ones that it thinks will be interested, it's going to notify them. And even sometimes afterwards, I will sometimes get a notification because I missed a live. So then it might say something. Well, if you're on my page, for example, and you got a notification, but you missed it, it would say Storm Lily Marketing was live. And then it might even tell you a little bit about what that post is. So they can get a notification before, I'm sorry, during and after before, but we will not talk about that today in case you're listening. You're like, yeah, you can do it before. Yes, you can. We're not talking about that in depth of a strategy. This is just picking your phone up and going live right there. 
Now, here's the great thing about a Facebook Live. People can ask you questions and interact with you right there in real time. You can see their comments. You can engage with each other that way. So maybe you wanted to host a regular Q&A in a format, or maybe you just jump on to answer a question you've been getting a lot of, and you're saying, hey, you guys have been asking me this a lot, so I want to answer this in the form of a video. If you have more questions, drop them in the comments. The great thing on Facebook is you can see those comments afterwards as well. So if you're not able to get to them all during the live, then you can definitely check it out afterwards. Now, I want to share an example with you. Another one of my clients that you've heard me talk about before is Hayes Cofell Performance Horses. Lindsay actually was on an episode with me last year when I first started the podcast to talk about email marketing. And so she and her husband, Jess, actually do a weekly Facebook Live, and that's a part of their email marketing strategy as well. So if you want to see how that works, you can head over to their Facebook page. I will, of course, link to that in the show notes, which will be stormlily.com slash 44. And so you can check out how Lindsay and her husband are doing that there and to get the ideas rolling that way. Now, a couple tips for you when it comes to this. When you're doing it on your phone, it can be a little difficult to see the comments, as you can imagine, because you're seeing your face on the screen and then you're trying to see the comments. So if you're doing it on a computer, have your phone handy so that you can actually look at the comments there in case you're not sitting right at your computer. So maybe you have it setting somewhere else and then you're not able to just look right at the screen real easily or scroll because you can't reach it. Or you could use two phones. So maybe you're doing it with somebody else. So you have one phone being used as the recording mechanism. And then the other phone, you're able to scroll through and look at the comments. That can just be a really handy way. If you do that, make sure your phone's on mute, the one that you're going to use. Otherwise, you're going to hear yourself talking on there. But that can be a really handy way to look through those comments and engage with people because the more engaging that video is, the more people engage with you, the more Facebook thinks that people are enjoying it and liking it. Another quick tip for you would be to invite that engagement. So when you jump on there, ask people a specific question at the very beginning, invite them to go ahead and start commenting. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a really thoughtful conversation, right? So if it's a Tuesday, then you say, oh, I love Taco Tuesday. Is anybody else with me? Drop a taco emoji in the comments. You know, you can do something fun like that. But the point is just to invite that engagement. All right, so number one, Facebook Live. Number two is Instagram Live as well, but I've paired this one with Instagram TV or IGTV. So Instagram Live is a little bit different in that once you go live afterwards, you don't have those comments to look back on. So you're not going to want to make that promise that says, if I don't answer your questions, I'll go through the comments later and get back with you if you're Instagram Live because you're not going to be able to. Now, you can definitely push that video to be a post on your newsfeed on your Instagram profile. It's just not going to pull those comments in, or at least as of this recording, that's not how it's working. Of course, we always know things are always changing. Now, when it comes to IGTV, that is more often for a long form video. And so you would use that if like on your post feed, it's going to be a little more than a minute, then it's going to push over to IGTV. And so again, the point of that is just that it's another way to have some video content available for people that follow you or people that might discover you through videos to view. So maybe it's going to be a little bit more educational. Maybe it's a behind the scenes. Um, But again, it can live on in your Instagram feed as well. Now, if you don't know how to do any of these things that I'm sharing, by the way, Google it, right? It's so simple to just go to Google or whatever search engine you prefer and put in how to 
go live on Instagram, right? You can get the step-by-steps there. So if there's something I'm saying, you're like, yeah, but I don't even know how to do that. Jump online. You can definitely find that answer in a YouTube tutorial. I guarantee it. All right, so number three, our third idea is for you to use stories. And for this one, I paired it together, Facebook and Instagram stories, both, because you can actually push from Instagram to Facebook if you like, but either way, both platforms have stories options. And so the idea here is to use a video as a part of your story. Now, one of the fun ways that you can do that is to record you talking and then you upload it to your stories. And Instagram has a tool called Captions, as Facebook as well. They have a tool called Captions that you can actually have them listen to you talk and they'll put the captions on there. And it looks and it's kind of a nice design. And there's a couple of different options you can pick from. Now, why you would want to do that? Well, a lot of times people are sitting there scrolling through their feed, but they're not in a place where they have headphones on or they're not in a place where they want to turn their sound on or can turn their sound on. So when you have captions on there, then that helps you so that people can engage with your story, whether they can listen or not. Now, a fun thing you could do is to do some Instagram stories inviting people to join you live at such and such time. So to let them know, hey, this afternoon at two o'clock, I'm going live. I'm going to be over here telling you this story, or I'm going to be showing you how to do this with your horse, and then invite them to come to your life. So you can do a combo approach too and have fun with it. So I'll give you another example. I'm featuring my clients today. Can you tell? Another client that I have is Shenandoah Sport Horses, and her name is Alice Bruno, and she uses videos in her stories really, really well. Specifically, she is selling horses a lot of the time, right? And so she actually will use these videos in her stories to show the horses she has for sale. She uses the stickers in a fun way. She does the text overlays. She really has fun with it and takes advantage of the things that Instagram stories has to offer. So definitely go check her out. Of course, I will go link to that in the show notes. So you can go to stormlily.com slash 44. I will link to her profile there for you as well. But have fun and get creative. As you know, stories only live 24 hours most of the time. So have fun with it. Now I say most of the time because of course, when you have something applicable that you want to be available to your followers or to new followers later on, save it to your highlights. And then if you save it to your highlights, they can access it forever on, right? So there's another one for you. Okay, number four, another idea for using video, Instagram Reels. Of course, we are hearing over and over again in the marketing world how Reels is one of the best opportunities for you to expand your reach. And I can tell you this morning, I actually saw this happen. I'm sure you've seen Reels show up in your feed or in your Explore tab. So just this morning, I was on Instagram Reels, and do you know what happened? I watched a couple, and then as I scrolled, that is what Instagram continued to show me in my feed. Even though I normally often will also see posts, I saw reel after reel after reel. Now, if I scrolled for a little bit, I did get to some regular, so to speak, posts, but they definitely saw, oh, she likes these reels. We're just going to keep ten- keep showing them to her. So reels are still fairly new to Instagram. It's been just about a year um, since they've come on. They've continued to explode. But as you most likely know, it's a short form video, right? It's about 15 seconds and it will be a lot like TikTok. It's the features kind of mimic TikTok, right? So a lot of people will use a TikTok video and just put it on Instagram. But we'll talk about that later when we talk about TikTok. 
But the point is you can have fun with Instagram Reels. They can definitely be educational. They can be engaging. They can be a way to just have fun and invite people to engage with your feed. And then the next time they see one, maybe it will be educational and kind of go back and forth with that. It's a great place for you to do maybe some step-by-step videos or a list of things. But definitely just go to your Explore tab watch a few others and get inspired. And then I'm sure you'll come up with some really great ideas. All right, I've got three more for you. So number five is YouTube. Now, when it comes to searchability and discoverability for your horse business, it's really going to be hard to beat YouTube, to be honest. It is regularly the number two search platform in the U.S. and even in the world. It's right up there on top. And so when people search google.com, Oftentimes, as you may know, Google owns YouTube. So Google will actually show a video in search results if they think it's more relevant than a blog post, for example. So that's what I mean about discoverability. So what should you put on YouTube? Well, since it's a search platform, consider what questions your best fit audience has and then answer those questions in the form of a video. Now, next week, we're actually going to dive into a few more examples for you. So I'm not going to go super deep into content, but I do want you to just pay attention to your audience. Now, if you're going to do YouTube, I want you to also pay attention to the description section. Now, they that may not always be read if you're watching it perhaps on Apple TV or your smart TV or something like that. You don't always see the description, but on your phone you do and on a computer. And so I want you to take advantage of that to point people to your website, to point people to your freebies. It's another way to get some good SEO juice. So do it intentionally and pay attention to that. Now, you can also do that with a closing slide in your video in terms of pointing people to your website. But the point is, definitely be intentional about that. The other thing is that I want you to do it consistently. So YouTube is not going to benefit your business if you get on there and make five videos and then you don't put anything else on there for another five months and then you put another batch of five videos. Do it with some consistency because that is going to build up your search engine optimization and it's also going to build up your trust with the people that are going to subscribe to your channel. Also, YouTube, as you know, will suggest another video based on the one you've just watched, right? So your subscribers, your viewers, when they're watching your videos, you want YouTube to suggest more of your content. So put that out there consistently if you're going to do YouTube. But again, we will talk more about that next week. Okay, number six, your website is another really great place that I want you to consider using video as a part of your marketing strategy. It does not all have to be on social media. You can do it on your website that you own. Now also, you can do both, right? So you can put your videos on YouTube, take that and embed it on your website. And then the views that you get are going to count with your total YouTube views, which is a very good thing. And also you have that available. So when people land on your website, maybe you've been doing educational YouTube videos, right? So what if you put a few of those top favorites or you put a few of the links to the playlist or something like that as a post on your website? So when somebody goes there, then you can say free educational videos, they can click there and they can get a sampling of that before you send them away from your website to YouTube. When they're on your website, look for ways to keep them there if you can, because then they're more likely to follow down that path of becoming 
your customer. So see if there are some ways that you can include even a few videos so they get a taste of your teaching or what that might be. You can also use your website to serve up a series of content, right? So you can point people to a page on your website for a series of videos that you have put together. Now, the great thing about videos on your website is it gives another taste of your personality and your expertise than just having a picture, which pictures are great. And I definitely think you should include high quality pictures. But if you also can do video, then it's a unique way to connect with those viewers. Now, a side note for you, if you're going to use YouTube for videos, those need to always stay free. They don't always have to stay listed. And we won't go into exactly what that means unless you want to look that up. But I just mean Don't ask somebody to pay for a video that they're going to get that you've housed on YouTube. It is against the terms of service. And so you're going to want to use something else for those videos, such as Vimeo. All right. So I'm just putting that out there as a little educational tip for you as a part of YouTube strategy. All right. Let's move on to TikTok. That is number seven. Now, TikTok, as you most likely know, is more often about viral content than like educational content, but that does not mean you can't uh, disperse those types of videos within there, right? So if you're going to go into TikTok, first, don't do it because it's the hot thing to do if your people aren't there. And maybe if your people are there, then awesome. But if they're not, if your best fit audience is not hanging out there, if you've talked to the people that you want to work with and a handful of them and not one person has said, yeah, I'm on TikTok, then maybe that's not the place for you. But we had to at least put it on here as an option for you, right? Now, I'll also say if you decide to venture into TikTok to go into it with a plan or a purpose, right? So are you there to build awareness for your brand? Are you there to connect with maybe a new younger demographic? Or maybe you are there to educate people and you're going to grab them in with entertainment and educate along the way. Either one is great. There's no right or wrong. It's just a good idea with anything to go in knowing why you're doing it. So that way you can measure if it's working for you or not. So the point is you can build up your trust and authority either way. You can do a top five or a top three list, or you can still do how to's and do it for fun. But again, just remember why you're going into it, have fun with it, and then see if it's working for you. Maybe this is one that you're going to test and see, and maybe you get a whole lot of views, but you can't see how it's giving you any sort of return. Well, then consider if it's working for you or not, right? So if you're going to use a TikTok video, by the way, on Instagram as a reel, which I said a lot of people will do, I definitely want you to take time to go through the steps of removing the TikTok logo. So Instagram has actually said that you're going to get less reach if you do not remove the logo. So if they don't think it was made just for Instagram, it's going to get a little bit less reach because of course they're a business too, and they're trying to promote what's native to their business. So do a quick Google search on how to remove the TikTok logo. I believe there are a couple ways that you can do that, but just make sure if you're going to reuse videos that way that you reuse, remove that logo. Okay, friends, now you have got seven ideas and it is time for you to take action because as we know, you're not going to get any results just by taking in ideas and not taking action from that. So go ahead, grab a piece of paper, grab your calendar, pick out just one of these seven ideas that you're going to start doing with some consistency to market your horse business. Remember, it does not have to be perfect. And believe me, you are hearing that from somebody who is a self-proclaimed perfectionist who is walking the line to learn that everything doesn't have to be perfect to put it out there. So I know the temptation 
But I also know that it can keep us from putting that helpful information out there, from engaging with our audience and seeing what's helpful to them. You don't know if they find it helpful until you put it out there into the world. So as Harry S. Truman would say, imperfect action is better than perfect in action. So let's take action. All right, let's start using some videos in our marketing moving forward. And I want to hear from you. Let me know what works. Let me know what doesn't work. What excites you. You can always send me a direct message on Instagram or on Facebook, or of course, emailing anytime Denise at stormlily.com. Okay, that is all I've got for you today. I'm so grateful that you are here. Remember, you can head over to the show notes at stormlily.com slash 44 to get links to the different profiles that I mentioned today and to get a list of these seven ideas. As always, if you have questions, I am here for you. If you know someone that you think would be a great person for me to interview, please reach out. Let me know. I'm always open. And always too, if you are not following the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever it might be, I'd be so grateful if you would. You will also get notified when I put out a new episode each week so that you won't miss those. Okay. Thanks so much again for being here. I'll see you next week when we're going to talk about YouTube. Specifically, you're going to see how some other horse businesses are going about YouTube as their marketing strategy. Have an awesome day.